Every day, the Rundown podcast keeps you in the loop about the people and places that shape Chicago. The show is possible thanks to the ongoing support of listeners like you who understand the value of our work to keep you engaged. Support the Rundown podcast at wbez.org slash rundown donate. And thank you. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. There's hardly any ice on Lake Michigan. Less than a fraction of 1% is currently covering the lake. This is true for all the Great Lakes. On average, and during this time of year, about 10% of the lakes have some kind of ice cover. Richard Rood with the Great Lakes Integrated Sciences and Assessment Center says it's getting harder and harder for the lakes to reach these historical records. The lakes are coming into the winter being warm, and then the air temperature was warmer than it used to be. And therefore, it's very hard to imagine the lakes catching up. A warmer lake with less ice could mean more shoreline erosion, and that could also impact species that live in the water. For decades, Illinois candidates have voluntarily signed an oath that they won't overthrow the government. But Republican Donald Trump did not do that this year. The loyalty oath is a vestige in Illinois election law from the McCarthy era of the 1950s. Trump signed the oath for 2016 and 2020, but not this year, as the nation this weekend marked the third anniversary of the January 6th insurrection. Trump has been criminally charged for his conduct ahead of and during the insurrection. Former Illinois congressman and Trump critic Adam Kinzinger says it's telling that Trump signed the oath in the past, but wouldn't sign it this week. The difference between the last two times he did it and this time when he didn't is he has a track record of trying to overthrow the government. Trump's campaign did not respond to multiple requests for comment. The Chicago Bears ended their season yesterday with a 17-9 loss against the Green Bay Packers. It was a rough game for Bears quarterback Justin Fields, who was sacked five times. He completed 11 of 16 passes for 148 yards, but he struggled to find the end zone. The third-year quarterback says he gave it his all this season. Of course, it was a lot of ups and downs, but um, you know, I grew a lot, learned a lot this year, and you know, I think it's going to do nothing but help me in the future. Whether that future will be in Chicago remains to be seen. The Bears have the top overall draft pick in 2024, and they could use it on a quarterback. Chicagoans got their first taste of snow this year over the weekend. Snowfall totals reached almost two inches near O'Hare. Local sledding hills were packed on Saturday with families and young people like Sophia Lund. Here's the four-year-old listing what she loves about the snow. Snow angels, snowballs. And what did we just go do that was so fast? And sledding and snowmans. Sophia will be happy to know that there's more snow coming. The National Weather Service warns of a large storm system. It's expected to move through the Chicago area tonight and through much of Tuesday, bringing waves of wintry weather and accumulating wet snow. Meteorologists there are expecting another significant storm system to arrive Friday night. A couple more things you should know today. Real estate groups want a Cook County judge to remove a referendum from the March primary ballot that would increase the tax on the sale of high-end properties. Chicago voters are scheduled to weigh in on a proposal to increase the tax on property sales over $1 million to generate funding for homelessness prevention. Properties less than a million bucks would see a tax decrease. But a lawsuit filed by groups like the Building Owners and Managers Association of Chicago argues that the ballot language violates Illinois law. Supporters of the proposal say industry groups are trying to avoid paying their fair share in taxes. 
Members of Chicago's Ukrainian diaspora say they're angered by waning American support for the war in their home country. They held a protest in downtown Chicago yesterday to urge Congress to maintain its military aid to Ukraine. The White House approved an aid package to Ukraine in late December that's worth some $250 million. But that's the last funding available without fresh approval from a split Congress. Today's weather, cloudy skies with the high in the mid to high 30s. A winter weather advisory is in effect from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. And tomorrow, a high of 37 with an expected mix of rain and snow. That's it for now. Later today, Southside filmmaker Vishi Howard explains how she offers community support in filmmaking. There's a whole community of filmmakers out there, black and brown uh, women of color, who need a venue. So I'm creating a community and giving that and offering that to them. That's today at one o'clock. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening.